Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord. Their descendants shall be renowned among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them as a race the Lord has blessed. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation, and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up. So will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord. You are the highest honor of our race. Blessed are you, daughter, by the Most High God, above all the women on earth. And blessed be the Lord God, the creator of heaven and earth. You are the highest honor of our race. Your deed of hope will never be forgotten by those who tell of the might of God. You are the highest honor of our race. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end." But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Why did the Muslim terrorists choose September 11th to fly planes into the Twin Towers in New York City in 2001? Some like to argue they were trying to settle an old score. You see, on September 11th, 1683, the Muslim Turks, around 200,000 strong, stood outside the gates of Vienna, Austria, which was the gateway into Europe. The Austrian emperor had fled, and the city was only defended by 15,000 men. It appeared the Muslims would take the city with relative ease, and then the rest of Europe would fall to the Muslim sword. But that didn't happen. Before he fled, the Austrian emperor sought the help of the military hero, the king of Poland, John Sobieski. And Sobieski answered. He set out for Vienna with his army, marching under the banner of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Sobieski's cavalry was known as the Winged Hussars. They wore the heaviest armor there was, and they carried 19-foot-long lances. 
Strapped to their backs were big bird feathers, like ostriches or eagles. It made the horsemen look like they had wings. And when they would charge, the feathers made a bizarre whistling noise that utterly terrified their opponents. Overlooking Vienna on September 11, 1683, Sobieski and his troops heard Holy Mass, at which he himself served the priest. Then, on September 12th, Sobieski led the largest cavalry charge in history. 3,000 winged hussars charged the Muslim Turks and proceeded to annihilate them. Afterwards, Sobieski sent the Muslims' battle standard, the standard of the prophet, that would be Muhammad, to Pope Innocent XI. He included a letter with the standard that said, Veni, Vidi, Deus, Vicit. I came, I saw, God conquered. To commemorate the glorious victory and to give honor to Our Lady, Pope Innocent extended the feast of the holy name of Mary to the universal church. Up to that time, it was only celebrated in certain areas. At first, the feast was celebrated on the Sunday after the Nativity of Mary. But in 1914, Pope Pius X decreed it be celebrated on September 12th, in honor of the Catholic forces under John Sobieski. The feast was suppressed in 1970 and removed from the Roman Missal that we use for Mass. Isn't that interesting? The feast was thrown out of Mass right about the time the West started contracepting herself out of business and the crescent moon of Islam started rapidly rising over what was once Christian Europe. Under Pope Benedict XVI, the feast was brought back as an optional feast in 2011. Listen to Pope Benedict XVI uh, address the crowd in Austria on September 9, 2007. Quote, St. Bernard says, and we say with him, look to the star of the sea, call upon Mary. In danger, in distress, in doubt, think of Mary. Call upon Mary. May her name never be far from your lips or far from your heart. If you follow her, you will not stray. If you pray to her, you will not despair. If you turn your thoughts to her, you will not err. If she holds you, you will not fall. If she protects you, you need not fear. If she is your guide, you will not tire. If she is gracious to you, you will surely reach your destination. <laughs> 